Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how this whole thing works. You listen, you get your ha's, you put them in your cup, you sip them on up, and then you go let a friend know, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. Also, I'm putting out videos daily on Instagram. Do me, do your buddy J-Train, the Wizard of Haas, the, the Board Lord, the Conolingus uh, King, the Climax Czar, do me a favor. Go on Instagram, tag one friend. Just do at, and the first letter that comes up, put that friend down. Let them know. Go check out the videos. Daily videos, daily posts on Instagram. Get involved. Um, uh, also, we just did uh, the U Up live online, live at home. Great time. Thank you to everyone who came. I think we're going to do more of that, more Beach by Happy Hour. Um, we're going to really, I'm trying to hold your hand through this situation. And all you got to do, tell a friend, go. Uh, and if you haven't, I'm on YouTube, baby. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube, you're out of your mind. We have great episodes up there. There's one, I, one of my favorites is the That Cheese Plate episode where we went and reviewed boards. She, Marissa Mullen, is an expert. So go on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. And let's get to the show. I'm very excited about today's guest. Um, an old friend and a first timer here on the pod. We've tried before. But it's his first time on the show. So excited. Super funny comic. You all are going to love him. Give it up for Will Sylvans, everybody. What up, Will? Yo, what's up, Jack? What's going on, man? Good to be here. Good to uh, see you. It's I good to see you. I see you in freaking months. I know, dude. And listen, for those of you that don't know, Will is a fantastic, hilarious comedian. He tours internationally. Um, and you all need to go follow on Instagram at Will Sylvans at Will Sylvans. Will Will and I met at the Comedy Cellar. Will is a is is I used to see you every night. Every night. Oh, by it's Will with one L S Y L V I N C for those you know who can't. It's gonna be all over. I'm gonna have it all over my Instagram. They're gonna find yeah, it. So we used to, I see you every night or every. It was like a relationship. Uh, the amount of times I used to see you. Right. And, and um and then boom, it's <laughs> you're like it's, it's like you as a neighbor and that that you see a neighbor every day and then when they move you just don't care about the neighbor like oh uh, guess <laughs> you've forgotten about them right away. Yeah, but, I mean it's kind of crazy. I mean like how are you filling your quarantine? How are you filling your time? Um, inviting a lot. Um. I'm I'm watched so many shows. I I'm, I was never a TV person, I, and now I'm watching Netflix shows. Any good um, shows? What are you into? Ozark. 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 Okay. Um, I'm watching this one called Dead to Me now. It's freaking! Oh my god. People um, love that show. Yeah. Um, I watched um the Malcolm X documentary. Okay. Um, what channel is that on? I haven't seen that's that. That's Netflix. And it's a Netflix. <laughs> Okay. It's not. It's not on BT. I Jared, no, don't do <laughs> I don't know what you're watching. So I mean, Will. It's and and the one thing Will does the the best thing you do. I I love watching you on stage, but you have a new joke night at the Comedy Cellar. Oh yeah, that, that was we, a dope. And I lo I love people like you that come through because you really use that show for what it is. You work out new jokes, you know, exactly. and you work out. Yeah, 
I mean, yo, I can't find not just saying this because you're here. You're like one of the comics that will kill it. And com- other comedians be like, is he doing new jokes or old jokes? Because that's oh. he's killing too hard. And I'm like, those those are those are new jokes. That's way too nice of you to say. But it was always good because, you know, that a new joke show when the audience is on board, when they know, okay, not a little, it's going to be loose, it's going to be whatever, and then no you, expectations, no expectations. The minute they're on board, and you make it so much fun because you'll be, you know, asking questions. You're like the audience's voice. So, like, if I'm doing a joke that's getting nothing, you'll be like, well, what do you mean by that? And it's like, oh, this is what the audience is thinking. It's actually very helpful. Well, it's almost, it's almost, it becomes like a writing room because then, you know, because what I do, for people who don't know, like after someone like Jack is, you know, is done with his set, I keep him on stage and I question him. So when you said your grandmother ate all your cookies, like, yeah, you bake the cookie. Because, and then, and then what happened is, if you notice, you know, that joke expands. You get more exactly. stuff for the joke because now we're digging in, we're, you know, we're building, we're constructing. And now I'm doing an hour called Grandma's Cookies, and it's all happening. Now, I want to let people know, you're not just a comic. You are making a movie. Oh, yeah. I wrote a called- um, me and my uh, body partner, Brian Kennedy, wrote this movie called I Am Maurice. It's about a Haitian boxer that comes to New York City to pursue his love for boxing. And, and I, the trailer is unbelievable. Like, I want, so I want people to go support because... You're doing it bootstrapping. You're going GoFundMe. You're, you're going to the people. You're saying this is a movie that's going to be fantastic. All you got to do is support it. And you go to GoFundMe.com slash I am Maurice. It's yep. GoFundMe.com slash I am Maurice. It'll be in the description of the episode. Um, and, and you've raised a lot of money for this movie. You're going to uh, – I mean the goal is to make it. Right. Yeah, the goal is to make it. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's going to come along. It's going to, it's going to come together. But we're moving along. The script is done. And uh, we um, we we got a we got a, a, a nice cast, and um, now we just need the money to uh, hit the hit that green that go button. Well, dude, I watched that trailer and I was so impressed. I was like, this is like a better Rocky. Like this is yeah. like it, it, it's like really cool to see. And you're Maurice. Yeah, yeah. And you're a boxer though, so I mean, you uh-huh. have background. Yeah, yeah, I box. So well, boxing kind of inspired the movie, but my my life inspired the movie. Like Maurice is Maurice is my dad's name. Um, the best friend is everybody in the film. Is, it come from my life to make this fictional fictional story. But um, yeah, it's a great great movie. Um, I won't compare it to Rocky. The only thing that's th- the same is the boxing. But okay, sorry to do that. I I don't. Wanna... No, no, it's fine. No, no. It's more about like his fight outside the ring and his fight inside the ring, more more or less. But go see the trailer. It's on GoFundMe.com slash I am Maurice. Go go go! It is such a great trailer that you know the best type of trailers make you want to see the movie, and yeah. that's what what it did for me. So, and I I'm a supporter of this movie. So I want all of you to go take a look, give it a shot, go watch the trailer. GoFundMe.com slash I am Maurice. Will, are you ready to answer some emails with me? You ready to help the world? Yeah, yeah let's make it happen. So uh, you guys can send in anything you'd like. We have a million emails. The emails keep getting better and better. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, hey, Jared, I'm writing on behalf of my friend and I. Who are experiencing- these, these are real emails, right? This is not your family real- or friends. No, no, no. These are real people, real problems, and we're going to serve them some real bullshit. That should be that should be the poster for my movie, my the J Train podcast. Real people, real problems, real bullshit. You know, because we're you know we're not experts in anything. You know, we're comedians. We're here to, but we are. I think the best the reason this show has become so popular and the reason people like it is one perspective. You hear from different comics from different backgrounds. Like you said, your dad is Haitian. You know, you're growing up in Brooklyn. Like I, I grew up outside of Boston. Like I, you know, in the in the suburbs. Like I'm not. It, it's different backgrounds, different people. But we all can connect on relationships. We all know that we can go back and say, "Well, I dealt with it this way." And it's in. I think comedians, and you probably know this from New Joke Night, and just from being around comics in general. We're all just like, there's nothing that will shock us. Not, there's never, a, like, I've never heard someone's issue and been like, you idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, for a long time, I thought you was a light-skinned black. You know, you know, <laughs> I didn't know you was Jewish. You know what I'm saying? I thought you was from the Caribbean islands and stuff. The- and you just a loud-ass Caribbean. And then I found that you was Jewish. Like, oh, shit. Will, for the longest time, thought that I uh, was black. And for those at home, I'll give you a minute to start, you know, to stop laughing because I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, Oh, I thought you had soul. I, you said I had moves. I had dance moves or something. Didn't you say that? Yeah. I thought you had flavor. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got flavor. It's matzo. Um, I, I'm writing on behalf of my friend and I who are experiencing the same thing right now. Of course, we are huge fans of yours and can't wait until you come back to Boston in the fall. Anyway, we are both single during quarantine and have both been active on the dating apps. Mostly just for fun, neither of us are looking for a relationship. We both have started talking to guys who are interest, who we are interested in. We've both been talking to them on the apps for about two weeks and are confused as to why these guys are still talking to us, to be honest. We can't meet up for the time being for obvious reasons, and neither of them have asked for our numbers, but continue to message us daily and continue conversations. Why are they still talking to us? Because it's not like they can get a hookup out of it. Are they actually interested? If they are, why haven't they asked for our numbers should we ask them any insight into this would be greatly appreciated. Will, do you have any thoughts on this? Look, I always say, man, we live in a different time, a different mentality, different way of uh, different lifestyle. Yes. Ask them for the number. You, you got to be progressive. Go after what you want. Like, like yeah. what are you doing? What either one of you are doing? Maybe they're shy. Maybe they you know, they don't want to push it. I don't know, but do you think it's because the, they're, do you think it's because they're shy? Do you think that's what it is? Is that the I, reason you think it could be? I I think there's more DV. I think like guy. First of all, they ask, "Why are they still talking to us?" Because it's not like they can get a hookup out of it. It is low, low, low effort to text with someone. It is low. <laughs> it is yeah. low effort to text with someone. It's low effort to write. How was your day? And listen, men are going to invest in a lot of penny stocks that could evolve into big yeah. blowjob business where women don't have that type of patience well i i don't know if they don't have patience i think they they you know i think they're more there for a real relationship i think a lot of guys are on those apps no but just, what i'm saying is if women don't see nothing then they out 
Whereas men, they don't need to see something. Yeah. Just the hope of a, of a hand job will be yeah. a motivator to keep this conversation going. A hope of a hand job in 2022 will be enough. Oh uh, yeah, this job and this hand job in twenty twenty two coming. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep telling. How you doing? Good morning, honey. Good morning. Well, how was your dinner? Well, you couldn't be more right. I I think that should be the next movie. Hope of the hand job. I I, I think you're exact. Here's the thing. Twenty twenty two. Whenever the year is, guys are gonna keep being just nice enough to you to keep you on the line. It's yeah. like, you know, we're not, and, and for them, why do they keep talking to you? Because they take a shit once a day, they open up the app during their shit, and they say, how was your day? And now it's like they, it, it's as if they made an effort. It's low effort for big rewards, maybe. And they know, and listen, guys are used to getting turned down. So we know that it ain't going to be the one girl we pine after isn't going to be the one probably. So we're yeah. going after like seven at once where you guys are like, hey, we're really into these guys. They haven't thought of it that far down. Yeah. I tell the I tell the the the, the, the writer or the caller or whatever that the advisor email of this. Try either one or two things. Either A, actual number, or B, stop stop um contacting this person and see what happens. Yeah. I, I think she, she wasn't clear on who contact who first. You know what I'm saying? Because if they contact you for, of course they're going to reply yes. But if they just contact and, I mean, to me, I agree with you. I think you have to take the wheel. You have to take control of your own situation. Yeah. So for them, where they, where they're saying, well, are they actually interested? They're interested just enough. No, they're not in love with you. They're not hating of you. They think you're good looking enough for that hand job. Maybe that is. But, as, but if you think about it. That's what dating is all about. You you're not supposed to just fall head over heels. You, you that person's still a stranger. So technically, those guys are kind of right because they're doing the right thing. They're experimenting. They they didn't just experiment. You finding out. You are getting more information. You see. Yeah. You connect. See. You know what I'm saying? It's like don't think about it. it's always about sex. Sometimes it just I just need information. I'm gathering data. I need data. Yeah, and the re and I uh, they ask why haven't they asked for their numbers? It's because you. Uh, the other thing is guys love vague and casual, so they don't want to be the net. And I know this seems like a small step to get your number, but it is a step. So we'll stay on the app. We'll keep you cooking. We'll keep you simmering for when that time comes that we are out and it's convenient for us to meet up. Or you break and you go, hey, I'm out right now. Come meet me. And they go, they can make their choice. And also, go also ahead. If, you, if you think about your life, right, you're asking for that number. Think about your life like a movie, mm. right? Who's the director? You want that person to direct it? You're the, if you're the director, then you're the director of your own life. So make these choices. Go get the number. Ask for the number. You know, I you, love that. You, you could dictate it if you direct your own movie. I would also I would also say them to in addition to that advice, I would also say be the director of your own movie and say, here's my number. Let me know when you're ready to get a drink. Now you have set what you want. So, hey, I'm getting off the dating app. I'm going to be you know, I think I, I think you've been pretty cool. I would you have to make it not personal. 
hey, this has been fun talking. Here's my number. Let me know when you're ready to get a drink. Now they can't come to you and go, hey, you out? No, no, no. That's not what you said. You said you wanted a drink. You wanted a plan. Also, I think very important, Jared, mm. the number one question they should be asking, what are you here for? Are you here to, for friends? Are you here well, for love? They're gonna, but but their response to what are you here for? They're on a dating app, so we're assuming they're for their. No, for no, dating. meaning meaning what type of? Because you could just be there for just to score, or you could be there just to meet friends, or you could be like, I'm really trying to find a girlfriend. Or uh, I, yeah, but but wouldn't you think if you were asked if if a, if you and a girl were talking and they said, what are you looking for? What would you say? Well, I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'll say I'm here, like looking for a, de- a girlfriend, like. You know, but that doesn't mean you're you're it. Just be honest. Doesn't mean you're it. I'm just well, trying. The problem is the easy lie is to say I'm here to meet someone and see what happens. I'm not opposed to a girlfriend, right. but also I'm not going to. And and that's back yeah, to but, what you're saying in the beginning. In the beginning, you, you said, know, at least you know something though. Go sure, ahead. I I I think you know something more from action. So if you give the number and you go, hey, I'm I'm open for a date. They right. have to make the date or they don't. Nobody. Nobody's not made a date with someone that they liked. Right. <laughs> you know, I, I hear what you're saying. But, they, but then they would, I, if someone asked me, what are you looking for on the dating app? I'd be like, hey, I'm here to meet different girls and see what happens and hopefully get serious with one. You know, that doesn't mean that's them. Right. It's just an easy way to be. Well, but, but, but the reason why I say that is at least there are some guys who would be 100% I'm like, hey, look, I'm just looking to have sex with girls. Boom! At least yeah. you know. Then you could you could cut that fat out. I mean, really? if they say that, then they're more honest than I've ever been. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Will Sylvans at Will Sylvans. The movie I Am Maurice. GoFundMe.com slash I Am Maurice. Go go go! Will is fantastic. The trailer is amazing. Nine narc fiance of three and a half years left during Q. Should I warn new girl? Ooh. What? Hey, Jared, I'd been with my now ex fiance for three and a half years. He is very popular in the tech world and has a, a well known company in blank. I won't say the city. The first month we met, uh, he loved bombed me and took me on trips anywhere from Napa. We live in Texas to Paris, then Santorini, Greece. After a year, he started to make sly comments about how little uh, about how little I made as a nurse and how I should pick up other side investments to make more money. It bothered me, but didn't think too much of it. Another year went by of arguing every so often about uh, about me being insecure, as he says, and him taking a couple. Ayuska acid shroom retreats to find himself. He still decided to propose extravagantly. Then when COVID started, he started telling me all I do is watch Netflix, that I am basic and we are different people. Anyways, we decided to break it off, said he wanted to be alone because the shrooms told him to. And then three weeks later, he posts his calendar to his IG and I can see he had a hot tub date with a girl. Recently, I reached out to his ex and found out that he did all the same to her. Love bomb, devalue, then discard. We both came out of the relationships in therapy and recovering from gaslighting, emotional, verbal abuse. Should I warn the new girl? What do you think, Will? Is the new girl a friend? It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like she's just yeah, seen I mean, the new girl. You're going to be policing every girl this guy, you know, you're going to shadow every guy, every girl this guy dates. It's like, yeah. just move 
on. Like, like take that energy and apply it to a new new relationship and move on. And, and you know, you know. I'm with you. I, I kind of live by the, the motto that like when I see a burning house, I get out of the house and I run away from it. I don't go back into the burning house. And I, the word you used is so right, energy. Like you putting your energy in this brings you to a bad, a bad place. It's bringing you to the place where you feel you were uh, gaslit and that you feel you were emotionally and verbally abused. Like you're going back a step to live in this guy's world still. I would, you know, I kind of, you know, I can't tell you how to feel to the emailer. Like this is, you know, the way she talks about it is very serious. We both, you know, saying that she came out of a relationship and therapy and recovering from the gaslighting, emotional, verbal abuse. Um, I think you should feel lucky that you escaped that situation that was bad for you. But also, you know, your version of that might not be the next person's version of that. Like, you know, the the idea, like, it's one thing if, like, I, you know, these are one of those things that, like, it, you can't go to the police for, or I don't know if you can go to the police for. Like, if you were being physically abused, I'd be like, okay, go to the police, talk to them, uh, let's get this guy, you know, let's get the cops knocking on his door, and they knock loud enough where his new girlfriend hears that. You know, like, I, th- but this is something where I'm like, you know, where you say, like, you're dating someone and then a year after he started to make sly comments about how little I made as a nurse, someone would have ended that then, right? Yeah. Like oh. I, oh, and, you, know, you don't know, you, I, I'm just saying, I'm not saying you're a bad person for not ending it. I'm saying someone else in that, in that position, they might end it where you stayed in it. So, you know, who are you to say that the next person doesn't, you know, isn't, have, have the wherewithal to like get out of the bad situation if it's bad for them, you know? Also, I'm not taking the, the, the guy's side. Also, someone else could have looked at it as, okay, you know what? Maybe he's giving me good money advice and let me sure. go invest my money in some stocks. You know, it, it, it's always perspective, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, look, don't get me wrong. Abuse is abuse. But, yeah. but I'm just going by that one thing she said about sure. um, nurse, you know, you shouldn't look into investing into some stocks. You know, it could you could you could it's, there's so many ways you could look at that that statement. But I I know, and that's why well that's why it's hard to go to the police with something like that because you're like because they would go well you know I, I this is a this is a situation that is above our pay grade as far as like <laughs> what to do. But but I think we're both saying the same thing that like staying in this guy's world is the wrong answer. You know yeah. he's bad for you. You know he's toxic. Let's move on. Get go go see psych, you know, go to therapy, go talk to people to get yourself better, to learn, you know, and I kind of have this attitude that like I've had bad experiences in my life. I look back at them, I'm like, okay, what is to be gained? What is the knowledge to be gained? The knowledge and the experiences make it so I don't make those same mistakes the next time. I would I think that's a better way to go for me than to go back and police who this guy dates to make sure that they know. And also if they're dating them, they're in the first year, just like you were in the first year where you're getting lavishly gifted upon. This woman's going to look at you and go, get the fuck away from me. And it's going to make you feel worse. Cause they're I'm like, to say I'm that. getting I'm tons of gifts. I want to say your first year dating this guy is some strange girl say, Hey girl, watch out. He's going to uh, tell you about, you know, get your money together and, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 
you know, like at, why, you know, why you in your helicopter sipping your martini? Bitch, lose my number. Yeah, exactly. You know and 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 that person would end up feeling worse for their experience. Why was my experience different than that? When you yeah. know it's not different. So I think you get your, you have to be selfish. It is time to go get your therapy, go get away from this, get better, learn from the past to have better tomorrow, right? Now I'll say this, if it's a close friend or family, yeah. Different story. Different go save story. Them. But, but, but if it's a stranger, like you're wasting so much time. When Energy. You all that energy and time you could waste on yourself. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Hello Tushy. It's hard to believe that when we go to the bathroom in this country, most of us wipe instead of wash. Imagine jumping in the shower and not turning on the water, just wiping your body with dry paper. People would call you crazy. So why wipe with dry toilet paper instead of washing with water? For years, bidets have been available but hideously expensive, costing thousands of dollars, but now there's Hello Tushy. I have one, and it is a game changer. I am a frequent pooper. You might not know that about me, but I love taking a nice long dump. And I got to say, the Hello Tushy has literally changed my life and I, I and I say it with a smile and a laugh because it is such a ridiculous thing. I don't know how I've been living this way without it. To think and and you don't understand the amount of toilet paper that I'm saving. This is this is a cost reducer in your house. This is a comfort increaser in your butt. This is I, I can't believe we've been living this way for so long. I I I'm at the point where I'm holding it in to go at home just so I can use the Hello Tushy. And it's the Hello Tushy is a modern bidet attachment, and it's here to democratize the blessings bestowed by bidets and offer clean buttholes to everyone. Hello Tushy cleans your butt with a precise stream of fresh water for just $79. Okay, listen to me. This isn't the gold throne next to the toilet anymore. This is an attachment that is made cost-effectively. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and cuts toilet paper use by 80%. People, listen to me. You're not going to be running to the store for toilet paper. I. This is like going from a, 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 a gas car to going to like a, um, a Prius. This is like going from a Hummer to a Prius. You'll be spent... This is like going from spending... A million hours at the gas station to going once every two months. That's the reality. You're never, you're gonna be like, oh, I used to buy toilet paper for the year. You know, uh, now you can buy it for the year. You can, it is unbelievable. So, so the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months because with Hello Tushy, you don't wipe it all. Even the best two ply just can't cut it when it comes to hands free poop experience. And every Hello Tushy bidet attachment comes with a 60 day risk free guarantee and a 12 month warranty. Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and have a clean butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash JTrain to get 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash JTrain to get 10% off. This is a special offer for our listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash JTrain for 10% off. That's hellotushy.com slash JTrain. Get involved, people. This is a game changer.
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Will Sylvans at Will Sylvans. Go, go, go. Follow I Am Maurice. That's the movie. GoFundMe.com slash I Am Maurice. This is... Uh, okay. Let's let's read this. This is called Why Are Guys Like This? This is a long one. You ready? All right. Yeah. Okay. So I met this guy back in November through mutual acquaintances. We hung out in groups a couple of times. We just had instant chemistry. Although he had already been seeing someone for a couple months at this time. Okay, so they met back in November through mutual acquaintances. We hung out in groups a couple of times. We had instant chemistry, although he had already been seeing someone for a couple months while they were having chemistry. Before long, he contacted me and told me he broke things off with the other girl and asked me out. We had three really great dates, hangouts, and he seemed like someone so refreshingly different. For me, everything just clicked. Not sure if this is relevant detail, but I'll throw it in. We took things kind of slow physically since he has herpes. We fooled around but never actually had sex. And at one point, I asked him if he was sure he didn't need more time to work out his feelings with the other girl he had been seeing, and he said no, he didn't. Then he ghosted for a couple days before sending me a huge Facebook message, which I have concluded a snippet of below. So this is a snippet of the Facebook message after two days of ghosting. Ready? Yep. Earlier, la- this is very serious. Earlier last week, you asked me if I needed more time to work out my feelings with XXX. I tried to be tough and convince myself that I didn't need more time, but I wasn't being true to myself. I should should have said yes, but after meeting you, it was hard to allow myself to think like that because in you, I see someone really amazing and cool, and I'd be very lucky to be involved with you, but as it is right now, it'd be unfair for myself and unfair for you to get involved before I've had a chance to figure out stuff with this other person and process my last relationship. It's a frustrating thing to meet a girl as cool as you and realize that I'm not in the right place to pursue something because... Uh, because you are really awesome and I've had nothing but a good time with you. I realize like uh, that a catch like you won't be available forever, but I hope that once I've had a chance to resolve some things, you'll be up for giving it another shot. So that was his message after she brought up the other girl. Hmm. Ready? We, we really only hung out a few times and were never exclusive, so I sent him, back, uh, uh, sent him a message back saying it's fine. I understand and garnished uh, with a Pulp f- Fiction quote to remind him of how cool I am, LOL. He goes, Jesus, what a woman. For the record, you couldn't have provided a better response. Can we just run away together? I didn't respond to that, but I'm just thinking, uh, yeah, we could run away together. You're the one that's breaking up with me. He's saying it wouldn't be fair to get involved, but he did get involved. Fast forward to a week ago. He sends me a text and asks me if we can grab drinks whenever we get out of quarantine. I find out through a friend that he and the other girl have broken up. First of all, I'm not 100% convinced he had actually broken up things off with her the first time around. Secondly, all this bullshit he's telling me about how I'm the coolest girl ever. Can we run away together? Uh, I gave him the best blowjob of his life, blah, blah, blah. All just feels so manipulative and inauthentic, right? You can't just ask me to wait around for you while you go fuck someone else. Who jerks people around like this? Both me and the other girl, like why? For the record, we're both late 20s and live uh, in another place. Thanks for the help. So what do you think about this? I think, first of all, that guy has one foot in the ocean and the other foot in the bathtub. Okay, you know, explain it, that. Well, he's still, he, you're still dealing with, with relationship. this past relationship you haven't 100% let go of, and, but then now you're, you're dipping in the, in the, in, in the ocean yeah. and find someone else, and then now the, the, other, the other one is pulling you in and back and forth, and so, you know, 
I mean, look, human beings are very complex people, but at the same time, we're not that complex to see. Like, you could see the BS. Like, he just yeah. told you this long thing about, I'm still with this girl, and oh, what a great response. Let's run away. Like, like what? What are you talking yeah. about? Dude? Are you on medication? You just try to get rid of me. And then, so it sounded like no matter what she was said, he would still say, oh, what a great response. Let's run away together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think I think she first of all, she needs to like she needs to uh get less offended. Okay, because she writes in her email, and I, I'm not gonna tell I'm telling her how to feel and I shouldn't do that, but I, I I'm just saying I gave a blah blah blah, just feels so manipulative and inauthentic, right? Well, if you feel that way, then don't talk to him ever again. Like it, you know, like let's not stick around someone and be mad at them for how they're talking to us without just walking away, be like, fuck this. The reason is because it's human. It's human to want to have safety nets. He's mm-hmm. creating a safety net. He's going, he, he, I don't know if he broke up with his original girlfriend or not. I don't know how truthful that is. No one can ever know because it's easy to just lie for no reason. You know, well, so, or, or he could have broken up, and, but you know how feelings are. You get that old, sure. old loving feeling again, and then you go back and contact that person. But the, yeah, but that's why this whole thing is about safety nets. He set up his the girl he left. He had he told her how cool she was. The, then he came to you. He told you how cool you were. He wanted places to land when things don't work out. Backup plans. So and also he didn't tell you to wait around. His message was like, you know, I'm not. You know, if I, I hope when I'm back, you're there. So what he's doing is he's kind of making it your decision he he's going i like you but i don't like you enough to fight (laughs) through all this bullshit but hopefully in the near future so all what i'm also saying is these are all words none of them are actions the minute you ask no actions. so actions and words actions and words you i i the reason i tell her to be unoffended is because there's two ways to go about it. If you're offended, you think this guy's inauthentic, which I think you and I agree he does sound inauthentic, right? Like the words he's using, I agree with you completely. Like for him to say, like, you're the best, you're the coolest. Like I agree with everything she's saying. Right. But when I meet someone who's inauthentic, I either deal with them because I want to get through that or I walk away. So you, you, that's your choice right now. Don't deal with him while trying to figure out his inauthenticity because he will never figure that out with you. But deal with him if you can get through that. Like if she said to him, hey, uh, I'm here for a drink. You let me know when. And, and then he makes a drink happen. Okay, bygones be bygones. Come on the date. And then anytime he speaks like a bullshit artist like he does in this email, you go, hey, you don't have to talk to me that way. Why are you talking like a poet? Like just speak to me like a real person. It could be an English teacher. <laughs> yeah, like so, like like okay, like I I think like it, it, it's funny because she like in her email she buys it from him, but then doesn't buy it in the email. So it's like start being as real with him as you are with us. If you stay in this, if you don't, I don't blame you because he does sound like a bullshit artist. If you but don't like walk away from him because I, it's not. I, go again, ahead. I say you're the director of your movie. Yeah. Make your don't let someone else make your decisions for you. You know what I'm saying? Don't let words make the decision. Go by your feelings. You feel this is some BS. You just she just said he I uh he he broke up with his last girl. He broke up with a girlfriend again, but I don't think he really did. 
they don't think so, then they move on. Yeah, and I and she says, first of all, I'm not 100% convinced he had actually broken things off with her yes. in the fir- first time around. So, you know, the thing is, I, I, I think the director of your own movie, that's probably going to be the name of this episode because you couldn't be more <laughs> right. But I also think walk, you know, realize that you're setting up safety nets just like he is. Yeah. Because he tells you all these things so that you'll be there for when this other relationship ends or when he's ready to date you. And you, because you had a good interaction with him once, now you're like, well, I don't even believe that he broke up, but maybe I won't find someone better than him. And it's like, you will. You will find someone better than him. But it's like, you don't make him a safety net in a different way than he's making you the safety net. Right. Because right now she's afraid because she's like she's going to stay with a guy she's mad at because she's not sure if there's better out there. There's better out there. Yeah. There's someone you won't have to deal with this shit with. Hey, hey, also, don't be afraid to be lonely. Don't be afraid to be by yourself. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people, men and women, they don't want to be by themselves. So they put up with the, the, the these BS relationships instead of just like putting in that work, putting in that work of looking for someone. Yeah. That's right. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Will Silvance at Will Silvance. Go follow, go follow, go follow, go fundme.com slash I am Maurice. That is the movie. The trailer is off the hook. Will, are you dating anybody right now? Um, yeah, I have a girlfriend, but we, we know we, we, um, we working things out on, on, you know, being better to ourselves and better to each other. <laughs> what, you sound like the the guy from the last email. No, what are no, you talking no, about? Meaning, meaning, no relationship is perfect, but but like we love each other. We you know we try to make it happen. So where 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 you know like things can always be better. That makes sense. Are you, uh, absolutely. I, I mean, I'm in a relationship now. I, it can always be better. We are always things to work on. Yeah. Where are you guys quarantining together? No, 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 no. We uh, we weren't. And um, I was just afraid. I, I was so, I was so paranoid of like just because because I didn't really care about me, but giving it to someone and and they giving it to someone else they love. Mm-hmm. I was just like I was just thinking like that too much, and um, you know, I just didn't want to. Even my own, my family, I just stayed away from people. I, I, the only person I really communicate with with, with Ali Fuqua. Yeah, up the street, but even with him, I, I made sure I, I didn't like, you know, six feet, the whole thing, spray, yeah. Yeah, spray yeah. him down. All right, let's do another question. Should I answer the guys on Hinge who invite me to chat instead of starting starting the chat themselves? What do guy uh, guys ask you for a drink but mean dinner? What do guys ask you for a dr- why do guys ask you for a drink but mean dinner? Not sure where it is going is going well and progresses to dinner. They immediately order dinner. I I don't know. This is written ridiculously we're moving on oh okay so her let's go with the first one should i answer the guys on hinge who invite me to chat instead of starting the chat themselves so on the dating app hinge you uh-huh. can in, i could be if i matched with you i could invite you to chat with me or i can actually start a conversation with you okay i know how it works <laughs> i mean if i'm gonna answer this person quick i would say you i don't think you should be afraid of talking to someone don't be afraid of dumping people. Like, I think this goes back to our last email. I think a lot of women write into this podcast and they're like, should I talk to them? Because what if I, what, what if we talk and then all of a sudden they, like, no one out there is smarter than you. No right. one. And plus, and, and, they're strangers. Yeah, they're it doesn't strangers. matter. Doesn't matter. They, doesn't, you should have any feelings invested on yeah. a nobody that you don't even know. 
Yeah. Any so, feelings. So Zip. I understand. She's asking like, well, if they invite me to chat and they don't talk first, then they might not like me and they're trying to get me to talk first so that they have hand. In- and it's like you're, you're outplaying yourself. Talk to people you want to talk to. Don't talk to people you don't want to talk to. Stop feeling bad about blanking or stop talking to strangers that really aren't at that great a conversation. Another thing, the quicker you, the quicker you move, you chase it and, and figure out the quicker you could even move on and move forward with this person. But now you prolong it. Well, he didn't say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. Or shall I wait? Like, what are you doing? Are you on medication? But there's, there's a lot of people just playing this game. Like, look at this. Why is a guy I am sadly very casual with watching all of my Snap and Insta stories right away within 30 minutes, but doesn't like my pictures? Is it possible he could like me and pursue me as more than a hookup when the time is right? Ha ha. There is no freaking social media etiquette. You can't tell someone how to enjoy their social media. Maybe they just like watching stories like it's a soap opera, but don't look like like stolen, like stole, like stole, like, and they're just like watching stories. Stories you just put on and keep playing. Like, yeah. what is your- I, I, I think also what she wrote, the answer's usually in the emails, like this email, why is a guy I am, and she puts in parentheses, sadly, very casual with. So what she does that, is, mean? that means she's upset with herself for being casual with him. And I can't tell you how to feel, but I can say to this, if you're writing to me, why is a guy, it's not about him watching your stories. It's about he is not adding up to the type of guy you want to be dating. You want to be dating someone who's going to like your posts, take you on dates, and not be very casual with you. So I would say to you, emailer, it's recast. time. It's that you recast. You got to <laughs> recast the lead. You got to, and, and listen, it's okay. We've all had those people in our lives where we're like, I can't believe I just did that again. And it's okay. But you keep repeating it, and you're writing to me trying to figure out. So she says, Will he be pursue me as more than a hookup? I, I mean, I'm not going to give you hope in a false place. So, no. If the way you're acting right now keeps going, no. Because you're writing into me saying, it's ve- um, sadly, it's very casual. You need to let him know, hey, man, I'm looking to renegotiate this contract. I've enjoyed hooking up, but that part is over for me. If you want to go out, you have my number. You can ask me on a date. But if not, I'm going to back away from this. That's all you're going to do. I would say, hey, look, did you read the script? I, you're not, these are not the lines I wrote in the script. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I, I just think when you write, I am sadly very casual. It's like, so you're aware yeah. that you're doing something you don't like to do. Well, you don't have to. Again, you're the director in your own movie. You don't have to freaking be. You should be writing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, go ahead, fill it in, Jared. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, and I don't mean to get annoyed at the emailer, but I think when you write, I am sadly very casual. Got, no, end of email. End of email. You yeah. Okay, you don't like being casual with him. So you need to go address him and not be afraid of losing someone that disappoints you time after time. But to be honest, this guy probably doesn't even know that he's disappointing you. Just like Will said. We are sponsored, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. I listen. You know what's hard about looking at things online is that you you might not want people to know about it. You know, this is you want protection. You don't want people seeing your history, knowing that you you know all the things I'm googling. You know, when I watch The Bachelor, the things that I Google just to get a picture, and then it's like, oh, look at this weirdo. 
He just Googled, uh, you know, uh, man in span, old man in spandex just so I could make fun of somebody on The Bachelor. I know most of you are probably thinking, why don't you just use incognito mode? Well, let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter if you go get your internet from Spectrum, Verizon, or wherever you've got. ISPs in the U.S. can legally sell your information to ad companies. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computer, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for uh, for, for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the number one rated VPN by CNET and Wired. Visit my special link right now, expressvpn.com slash JTrain. You can get an extra three months, three months, three months of ExpressVPN for free, free, free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash JTrain. JTrain podcast at gmail.com, JTrain podcast at gmail.com here with Will Sylvans at Will Sylvans. I am Maurice. That's the movie. GoFundMe.com slash I am Maurice. Go check it out. Will, let's do a couple more. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's make it happen. Can I tell him not to buy the fugly couch? Hey, Jay, your podcast is getting me through my monotonous job during these times. I just want a guy's perspective on something. I've been dating my guy for about five months. Just for reference, it's not like we've been together for years and are living together. He just bought a new house and is in the process of buying new furniture. He asked my opinion on several options on couches that he likes. All of them are repulsive to me. Do I tell him this or do I just say pick what you like best? Obviously, as a female, my taste is much different, but he is 36 and picking out stuff that looks like it belongs in a frat house. Keep doing what you do. What do you think? Well, I love it. Listen, it's, this, this, is, this is like the basic of, of um, being honest and truthful. Mm. And plus, he's asking you for your opinion. Then yeah. give it to him 100%. It's one thing if he says, if he didn't ask you, then keep keep your, you know, your opinions to yourself. But he's asking, hey, what do you think about this? Oh, what about this? What about this? And you just say, listen, maybe I'm different or whatever. All these stink to me. These look yeah. like, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I agree with you. You got to be honest. I understand what she's afraid of. She's afraid that her giving her opinion makes it sound like she is preparing his home for her to move into which anyone anyone who would do that anyone who would do that to her is a is a psycho and she should run away from like if he looked at her and goes oh so you don't like my couches because you want them to be what you like for when you move in you'd be like Oh, you're a fucking crazy person. We need to end this relationship but, right now. But Jared, that didn't happen. So, because she didn't say that. So she's saying all this in her head. You go, we, we, I, we, listen, we create things in our head that didn't happen. We create this entire I, world. She's two steps ahead, which I understand her for being two steps ahead. I agree with you. You got to say something now. You got to go. You And listen, I just moved in with my girlfriend None of her problems with my stuff surprised me. I didn't go, we didn't move in and she was like, we're throwing that away. And I was like, what? 
you're a different person. You want to be the same asshole now that you're going to be when you guys move in together if you do. So you don't want to surprise him with the real you when it comes time to move out. You have to be so you that when you guys do move in together, it's seamless. It, it right now yeah. what you're doing is you're making it more you're you're making it more um you're doing this thing that women are like, "Oh, he's going to find out the real me." And it's like, "No, no, no." But, he but will also, know the real you. Yeah, to that. There's nothing wrong with the real you unless you're a killer or a sociopath, <laughs> but but there's nothing wrong with with being you, being especially when someone asks Hey, what do you that, think about the, this? I, I'll go one step. Let me cut you off. I'll go one step further. Not only, not only tell them that that couch stinks, but show some options, some other options. Yes. But obviously, the options he's picking, they all stink. So hey, yes. look, listen, I found some couches. I, I you know, I, I had five minutes to spend on time on this relationship. I, I found some couches. Hey, some options that, that I think that'll look nice, or. or you know, and she been to his place, and it's five months in. Are you five months I, in? Right? I, I think I think this is also like a very male female thing. Like when a guy talks shit, if I didn't like, if you didn't like my shirt, you'd be like, "That's a stupid shirt." Yeah. I wouldn't think that you were like, "Well, that's a stupid shirt." I don't think I wouldn't think that you saying that my shirt's stupid meant that it also was. I mean, well, <laughs> that, that I'm a stupid person for buying the shirt. I think when women have these. You know, these arguments, they'll go, that couch is no good and everything about you, the way you live is no good. He's not going to take it that way. He's going to take it as couch, stupid, four frat guy. I need to get older. That's what my girlfriend thinks. I think you got to tell him you got to give other options. I agree. Don't just negative. You know, don't give negative with no solutions. Give solutions and ideas. And also, people never look at the positive. Maybe he's looking for your opinion to get closer to you. Yeah, I think I think is a sign that someone cares or like you a lot when they value your opinion. Don't always look at the negative. Look at this as a positive that he's asking for your opinion. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're gonna do one more. Will you ready for one more? Make it happen, Captain. Ooh, some of these are too long. Oh, my God. That's a novel. Okay. (laughs) People got problems, man. They need your help, Jared. I know. uh, Man, this is... um... Okay. Dear Jared, I adore the the podcast. I mean, this is... I'll try to keep it concise. I'm 30-year-old female, and I don't know if I will ever have an orgasm during sex. I've been sexually active for 12 years and have never had one despite having tried with multiple partners. I am, however, able to give myself an orgasm with no issue. Uh, I've always believed that the source of the problem has to do with my negative body image. I've always struggled with my weight, and I'm usually too busy worrying that he's looking at my cellulite to focus on doggy style. But now I have a really loving and kind boyfriend who I've been with for a year. I feel totally comfortable talking openly with him about sex. I even told him that I've never had an orgasm with a partner before. We've attempted to problem solve, quote unquote, numerous times to see what gets me there, including using a vibrator. But it doesn't seem to uh, like anything is ever going to ever enough. 
My boyfriend always says how beautiful I am, but I still can't help but worry about sucking my stomach in when I'm on top. I know everyone says you should never fake it, but I often do rather than saying I just can't get there because I feel so badly for my boyfriend. I don't want to hurt his feelings or make him feel inadequate because I truly believe there's nothing more he could do to get me there. He tries so hard, and I know uh, that he really cares about my feel- me finishing too. I don't believe... My inability to finish has anything to do with my attraction for him or his skill level in the bedroom. Those are very, uh, both very much there. I'm starting to believe that it's just not in the cards for me. Is it okay to fake it sometimes? I'm wondering if you have any other suggestions for me, keeping in mind that I'm too poor for therapy. Well, what do you think, Will? Look, look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be open on this one. Number one, I think if he's okay with it, then yeah. it's fine. As, he, as he's coming, I think it's fine. You know, don't fake it. Just just like, you know, if he understands, let him understand you. Look, listen, I don't come yeah. like when we, but that does that has nothing to do with my feelings. It's, you know, my, my my pussy doesn't work. I, maybe I'm going too far. But <laughs> but look, I'll tell you right now, I don't come when I ha- I don't I don't ha- I don't come when I, I have sex. Do you know you that? No. Because I've been I guess I've been jerking off too long. But the problem is it's not, I don't, it's not a problem to me because I understand yeah. how my body works. You know what I'm saying? It's not a reflection of the per, other person. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It just, totally. you know what I'm saying? So, but I wouldn't fake it because that's a, now you like deceiving and, you know, you no, just let the person enjoy themselves. And then, and then, and then however you, if you could come to, 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 she said to, um, dildos or fingering herself well yeah she does why don't you know finish yourself or have him finish you afterwards yeah Yeah. i think i think the important part and i think the um like she i think i don't think you should i mean i'm not gonna tell you what to. I, i i guess you came here to be told what to do but i i don't think faking it is the answer you have to i i think you said you have a loving boyfriend who you've been open with about it you have to be open with him about it. Keep being open. Keep. I would even let him know why you think it's happening, that you feel like you're sucking in. And he might look at you and go, that's crazy. I love your body. I'm think- And I'm sure he does love your body because he's with you. I think you have to – the more open you are, and also the one thing I read in your email is that you've lost hope. This can still happen. You can have a late-in-life orgasm. You can. It's going to happen. I think, yeah, I, you, I, I think I, losing I, hope – Never give up. Can't give up. I think losing hope is is um, to me. If I was with someone in bed who was hopeless and had just given up on their own sexual, uh, you know, loving of sex or or wanting to be there. And, and again, you can be there and have fun without coming. You know, Will's doing that. I, I, I'm my girlfriend's definitely doing that with me. Like I, I think. I think it's okay to have fun with sex without coming. You can still yes. have the fun. So I don't I think faking it is is holding you back from having the fun that you can have. So I think be even more honest with your boyfriend. Don't lose hope. And maybe you guys work through this together. Maybe he holds your hand while you get yourself off and he watches and he learns something from how you get yourself off. And maybe he helps out with that and he's a part of that situation. But to immediately go the thing that disappoints me when I'm in bed with someone is if they go, okay, enough, enough. Like it may, that makes me feel bad. If they're just like, that was amazing. That was so much fun. Um, I didn't get there, but I, it felt so good. I'd feel okay. Way better than it's enough. None of this works. Well, another thing is he sounds like he's a nice guy. According to the email. Sounds like he's a nice guy. 
you know, it's really, it, it, she's creating these negative things, uh, you know, which she's thinking for him, which you don't think for people. Let them, you know, present yourself 100% as you are and let them accept yeah. you as is. If they don't accept you, then bye, well, bye. Another thing he is, can, is like... He can, spe- he can speak up if he feels insecure about it. He can let you know, hey, I, I, I feel badly that I can't get off. And you can go, but I'm having, I'm enjoying myself. And yeah. I think working together will get you to this goal. And don't give up. This can still happen. Another thing is, what's the other option? Leave him and go find someone else that you got you to gotta retell your origin story to? No, no, you don't want to. You don't want to do Batman Begins. Uh, Will Sylvans, thank you for coming on. This was such a blast. At Will Sylvans, you're amazing. Go, go, go to the GoFundMe page. GoFundMe.com/slash I am Maurice. Go right back. now. You got to come back. This was fantastic. Uh, I'm Jared Freed. We're here Monday through Friday. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. <laughs>